Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is November 16th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing good. Um, you know, sickness is is running through the, the household. It is uh, send, send the daughter to school. Everybody gets sick. Yeah, you're jumping into this part of the world. The, the parenting. Just immediate, immediately. She just started school and then immediately illness ripped through your house. Is that what you're yes. saying? Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. yeah. I mean. School, school in quotes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Play with blocks, stuff <laughs> like that. Pay a lot of money for it. You know, it's just what feels like a lot of money for that kind of thing. But yeah, that that is the, that is, you know, you could not be sick for 10 years, 15 years. No real sickness. As soon as your kid starts going to school, it's bam, you're crushed with it. So fighting through it. We all had the flu last week. It's that kind of year or that time of year. So, um, all right. A lot happening in golf. A ton of, ton tons, of things. Tons, tons of, of things. There's new apps. There's uh, Rory <laughs> popping off. There's new websites. There's Nick Jonas is doing a collab with uh, PXG, which I know we want to talk about maybe. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, what else do we have? The RSM Classic, the event that I think should be first on the chopping block when we go to the new world order for the PGA Tour. We have the Dubai Desert Classic. That's not what it's called. Whatever it is, the Race to Dubai Championship, the DP, DP World, world Tour, Tour Championship. Championship. Yeah, yeah. In uh, finale. So a lot happening over there. Do you know what actually what the rankings are called for the DP World Tour? So, like, no if, clue. If you think FedEx Cup points standings are ton twister, they write this into all their press releases. The DP World Tour rankings in partnership with Rolex. That's <laughs> how they call them standings. Like, what do you add for the DP World Tour rankings in partnership with Rolex? Can like they just jam that into middle of sentences? So, doesn't exactly roll off the ton, but it does get Rolex in there, I suppose. Um, all right, so a lot happening in golf. Let's start. With our Rory's leading those rankings, followed by the Fox man. Is he ahead of Fox now? Okay. And then Fitzy and Fleetwood. He actually might have been. I guess Hovland and Zaltoris didn't show. They're five and six. Um. Yeah. That. Order of merit. I mean, what do you give Rory if he wins the FedEx Cup and the DP World Race to Dubai deal? It's not he's, like an order of merit necessarily because the FedEx Cup is. Is he? Is he the? Uh, is he the king of the Iron Throne since he's ruling all kingdoms? <laughs> is that a, a Game of Thrones reference? Yeah, I was just trying to think about you know if you if you rule multiple kingdoms, you know he's, he's no longer strategic, a prince. He's the strategic alliance. Is he the diplomat? Like you know, is that yeah. what it is? He's got everything. He's just a. A czar over all the lands. I I, I don't know your your uh, Game of Thrones references. Do you want to do Rory real quick? 
popping off while we're out talking Whip about Roy. Wednesday? Yeah, yeah. While we're talking about Roy before or we get to do you want to sh- talk about Meridian? We could talk about anything. We could talk <laughs> about Meridian. I bet Greg Norman uses Meridian. Maybe uh, that would probably he probably does. No, I don't want to, you know, get them in trouble with the, you know, unsolicited endorsers. But Meridian is back. Big news in they golf. They are back. They are back sponsoring the podcast. They are official. Below the belt and body trimmer of the shotgun start. Um, they've come out with a new a new product since we last talked. It's the trimmer plus. It's a little more oomph, a little more juice. Has a charging stand, a built-in adjustable guard, which can now be removed, a guide light, and USB-C charging. So if you're on the road, you know, you could kind of... Juice it up a little bit faster. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Still got the 6,000 RPM motor, (laughs) too, which is really important. Which we don't know what that means. means like it sounds impressive. Sounds substantial. I'm going to read this. Below the belt trimming tends to be a taboo topic. I would agree with that. That people avoid these days. I would agree with that. I don't talk about this very often. But Meridian <laughs> only, is... Only with our most most closest fans, you. Or closest friends and family, you. The audience. But Meridian is breaking the stigma and helping everyone take better care of their bodies. Look, I know this has become a little more in vogue. Meridian's like a, a top-of-the-line deal. They're, they're, you know, we looked into this. We've actually been approached by multiple uh products in this category Meridian Listen, below the belt trimming was hot for the shotgun start <laughs> there's an anti-nick shaving guard that seems critical critical when you're doing that waterproof also seems critical based on where you might use this product um you save when you bundle with additional accessories replacement blades for the trimmer and trimmer plus post trim spray and a travel case so if you use the code fried egg, that's all caps, one word, fried egg, you get 10% off with your order at meridiangrooming.com. That's M-E-R-I-D-I-A-N grooming.com, meridiangrooming.com. Thanks to them for coming back. It's great to have them back. The below, official <laughs> below the belt trimmer. This is a thing you should get. Invest in yourself. Yeah. I'm um, Rory. Do you think Rory's a Meridian guy? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think so. Maybe he is. He could be. You never know. I'd say if he's doing that, you know, it's top of the line. Meridian's a top of the line product um, for grooming. So Rory is at this DP World Tour Championship and makes just a, a headline right away when he says, Greg needs to go. He needs to exit stage left. He's made his mark, but I think now is the right time to say, you've got this thing off the ground. No one's going to talk unless there's an adult, I think is how he pronounces that one. Do you do adult or adult? I think this is a schedule schedule thing. I watched the press conference and he goes, an adult. It's, it's a That's the, you know. European. Maybe it's a Jupiter, Florida thing. An adult in the room that can actually try to mend fences. Um Nothing can happen if these two things are going on. Right now, it is at a bit of a stalemate. You talked about how there are different lawsuits, various lawsuits going on. So he spoke eloquently, as he often does. Um, He also added, I don't think we'll have another year like this one because all the noise that's been about who is jumping ship, who is going where, who is staying, who is going, very little of the storyline has actually been about golf. 
So I think next year storylines will be about the golf and what's happening on the golf course. And that'll be a good thing. Um, you think it'll be about the mismanagement of the Niblex? Is that what he's saying? <laughs> Is that what we're going to be talking about? Bubba's on the hot seat next year. Niblex, whatever they're going to be called. Um, the the goalposts have moved for sure, right? In this scenario, Rory, Rory, you know, when it first started, it was like, I don't like where the money's coming from. It's not going to work. It's dead in the water. Now it's like, we'll we'll come together, but nothing's going to happen until Greg is out. And I'm not saying like Rory's moved his own personal go post. These are sort of the terms that have been imposed upon him. And I don't think he should always have to be talking about this, quite honestly. He's on the record like 800 times being asked about live. And um, I, like the PGA tour isn't even his original tour, right? It's kind of crazy that like he came up and now has had to speak at every cor- corner and turn and, and, like he will get caught in some, I don't want to say self contradictions, but like just he's he's so he's a thoughtful person. Positions change, realities on the ground force you to change your position. That's what's happened here, and so he's gone from saying I don't like the, the blood money to I'd sit down with them if Greg has to go. If Greg's gone, I would say, like. Liv is kind of like, I mean, imposing their, not imposing their terms on the PGA Tour, but like, why would they follow whatever they want to say? Why would they follow any request of theirs at this point right now? They're they're kind of pushing through and pushing forward and they've gotten pretty far. And I'm not like suggesting it's a good thing, but like, I don't know. It seems like the PGA Tour is more keen to be defensive and the live is more on the offensive and, and not necessarily respond to anyone's claims of we need, you need to get rid of this person in order for us to talk right now. And that, that's not Rory's fault at all. I'm not suggesting it is, but I, I feel like they're kind of pushing through right now. Why would they respond to anything based on how this has gone? OWGR is the only makes, point where they felt makes, desperate. OWGR points. Makes me wonder what, uh, what Rory knows that's making, you know, seems like he doesn't feel like they're at a position of strength, you know? Yeah. And I mean, he keeps talking about how all the best players need to play in the same place. And this is terrible for golf. And like, it sort of felt like they, they were claiming they had that achievement after the Delaware thing. Right. Yeah. Maybe Um, he wants to run the Niblix. I it, it is kind of bullshit that he has to be the one that's like I mean, his yeah, temperature is taken week. at every turn, and of course things change. So he's going to have evolved positions on this, but but it's a far cry from like any kind of hardline stance, even though they are strong comments about Greg Norman. So I don't it's, know. I mean, listen, I think I think both guys at the top need to go yeah like this isn't just a greg problem like there's a big problem on the pga tour side too like did you hear uh, do you think that 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 they're gonna sit down say say greg goes and the pga tour sits down with them and then it's like phil's coming back on tour do you think monahan's gonna be cool with that I don't think, honestly, I don't think any of those guys should be cool with it necessarily, the tour players. Like, Phil was a, 
a lot of people wouldn't be cool with that. I don't think. Phil. Well, that's that's the problem, right? Like, I mean, lines have been drawn in the sand. You could understand. And a lot of a lot of this, like, I think obviously to, Phil was very clearly like extremely aggressive and out. You know, I I don't think Phil kind of stabbed a lot of guys in the back on the tour. Yeah, but the tour's response. Like, I mean, Billy Horschel, some of his comments, right? If, if there's a kumbaya and they make peace, like, it's going to be weird for a lot of guys. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll cool off. Do you think it it's possible cool. that Liv takes these comments and, and says, you're right, we'll get rid of Greg and we'll do this? Like, I just don't think they're in a position of like, you know, oh, you want us to keep conceding? Why, why do we need to concede anything? The only thing we're desperate for is OWGR points. And TV. Right and TV. But like, it feels like they're less thirsty to sit down and talk than the tour is because the tour is afraid that they might lose guys. And I'm just, that's total tea leaves. Like, not even tea leaves. That's just like my own assessment of the situation based on the way things have gone over the last year. Like, I, I just don't know why. Why I would love to see Greg Norman uh, off my screen out of golf. I think he's obnoxious and self kind of self-serving at every regard. And he's not there to grow the game at all or whatever. But like, I just don't see why Liv would feel the real urgent need to respond to this kind of rhetoric. What do you think Norman's next job in golf would be if he left? I mean, like you know, similar kind of ringmaster of another circus, right? Do you think he might go to the Mena tour full time? I mean, isn't he pushing like, isn't he pushing like enhancement stuff on his Instagram? Male enhancement. It's it's just like he's doing all sorts. He'll do whatever that shows up. I love how he's like, he's all fired up about how they're bringing stuff to Australia. Which, but do we know anything about that Australian co- course, the Grange? I think I don't know anything. Adelaide, I believe. I thought it was Adelaide, uh, the the famous golf course. Isn't that Royal? Announced it. Yeah, Royal Adelaide. Yeah. But then when I clicked on it and I saw, I was like, oh, of course not. It's not Royal Adelaide. Like, <laughs> of course, it's at a terrible golf course. My assumption is not as strong. <laughs> I, that's just my assumption. I don't know anything about the Grange. I, I'm. But it's definitely not at one of the the more famous uh, Australian golf courses. I don't know what Norman would do. He seems to be a great letter writer, whether it's dropping notes off for Tiger, Shirley you jest, other open letters he's written throughout the course of his year. But who knows? He would find something. But I, uh, do you agree with me on this? Like that there's necessarily not necessarily any reason for Liv to acquiesce to any kind of demands in order to take up peace talks. It's, it just seems like every day they're getting in a better position. And obviously, we don't know a lot of the undercurrents. I think like there are undercurrents every day. And it's it's interesting that Rory like said these things, right? Especially when you consider Delaware and Wilmington and where, where the tour was after that, right? It's just like really... I feel like this has been the way of this whole arc of of live versus the tour is that there are these like strong moments and then there's like moments of retreat right 
Yep. Yep. And it's I I just I mean I I don't know how many ways I could say it, but it's just time for the tour to like move move on from this administration. Like you know you can't just they've been slow. They've been caught with their pants down at every turn. And what they did with this 20 event thing is like, they effectively just like, you know, it seems like they're just rejiggering the, the existing schedule and nothing's really changing. So it's like, yeah, like, I mean, if I'm live, I, I'm like ecstatic. Like, it's like, Oh wow. Like, you know, every week that goes by, we, we make more headway with more top players and the tour does nothing, you know, of like, of, huge proportions in terms of like shaking up their business model to compete with us really, you know, in the long run. And you know, there's a lot of uncertainty about what happens after the money runs out, but they have got a lot of money for a lot of years still. Yeah. You know, the the tour's time to nip it in the bud was at the very start. And instead they just tried to play PR and messaging and not have like substantive changes. And once that's, they, they weren't, they had their, got caught with their pants down. They were complacent. And like, this is not to just solely bash the tour, but they were like unprepared and ineffective. And once it got out of the barn, like that was the time to stop it. And since then they've kind of just tried to figure out solutions on the fly, mostly led by players. And they missed, they missed their most effective window, which was right at the start before they could, you know, respond before they could even get it going. Anyways. Um, Speaking uh, of something that was led by players, I was stunned. Stunned this morning. I mean, unbelievable email this morning I got from PGA Tour HQ about a new app and website. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Jimmy Dunn being named to the chairman of the no. advisory board. I got that. I want to talk about a new, a app. new app. All right. A new website. Yeah, I, I got the PGA Tour release from the website right here. I've not read a single thing about it. I've been tagged in some tweets. I've I've been seeing a few screenshots and things of that nature, but I don't know any of the substance behind what's changing and what's coming. Ready. Right off the bat. This is the, the first sentence. I guess sentence is immersive, enhanced, personalized. These all just periods, one word sentences. Oh yeah, single single Personal. word sentences right off the top. Immersive, connected, seamless, uh, purposeful. Those are the characteristics we strove to build into our new website and app, which are beginning to unveil on November 15th. Those were the eight words on the whiteboard in meeting room 94, the global home. They just made it the lead paragraph of their announcement. That's just like when you write a bunch of stuff. What do we want this to be? Immersive, connected, personalized, seamless. Whatever else they had. All right. It'd be, okay. It'd be incredible if Dr. Bob could read all these. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. We could just read that first paragraph. I we could maybe we pay if he's on Cameo. Maybe we send him a note, order a Cameo from Dr. Bob, where he just reads that that first paragraph of that press release. All right. So it go the. Uh, those are the character. Uh, we got that right. Um, yep. We've been working for more than a year on this project. 
because we know you are the most passionate fans in the game and we want to bring you close to our players, tournaments, and the courses we play. No partners. No mention um, of partners. Well, Jay, do you think Jay, Jay must not rubber stamp that? Even for the tour standards, it'd be a little ham-fisted to include partners there. We want to bring you closer to Charles Schwab and John Deere through our app. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. It'd be a little tough to, to have the app do that. But hey, working on it for a year. It better be good, right? It should be well, good shape. Hold you on. Know? But hold no on. bugs. A this year? is what we asked for. Just a year? This has been a huge problem for like five years. They just started working on it? Well, maybe this specific arm of the project has been about a year prep. But there have been efforts preceding that. I don't know. Um yeah, I mean, the, come on. We asked for. I think we got to. We got to be. We got to be happy that they're changing it. We've been asking for changes, and they're changing it now. Will they change it for the better? TBD. But I think we need to be at least um, sated for the moment. That, I'm excited. That they're overhauling it. Yes, I yes. can't wait to never open that old app again. You know, this is a day that I've thought long and hard about. I mean, this app. It's been the same app. Since it's like the first inner workings. I mean, it's got to be 15 years old. No, stop it. 15. It's like at least 10. Three. No, this version of it. You know what my least favorite thing is? What? When you open it and like it's on like the last time you opened it. So it's like the tea times from Thursday when you opened it on like Saturday morning or Or like last week. Always the scores. And it takes like, and you're thrown off, and it that just takes like two minutes to get the current information up. But maybe that's all changing. Here's uh, here's another snippet from PGAtour.com. These products were shaped by hundreds of interviews with fans and players. The feedback encouraged what us players? to prioritize. <laughs> yeah, what players are giving them feedback on the app? James Hahn. Billy Boy, for sure. Duffy Waldorf on the Champions Tour side of things. Like, who's giving them feedback? What's the amount of effort that went into asking players about the app to valuable kernels of information? That you they know what I would have loved to read there? We're a billion-dollar organization, and we talk to hundreds of the best developers in the world. Well, that's... To talk about how do we build the best possible app for you. But instead, you pulled a few random fans and and a bunch of guys that play golf for a living to ask about like what a great what would be a great app. I wonder how much gambling is going to be integrated in this one. Is this just going to be another avenue to just kind of clobber you over the head with gambling stuff? Well, in in the coming months, we'll be adding even more features, including the ability to connect your accounts for tickets, streaming, and gaming. So all these experiences will be consolidated into one platform. All right. Okay. Here's here's the best, you know, okay, (laughs) at the end of this. I was I was blissfully unaware. I saw screenshots. I saw that it was happening, but I didn't look into it at all today. So, well... A, B, like their big thing is like this. They're trying to like basically copy Instagram stories, which I'm sure it's going to go really well. I'm sure I'm sure their crack team and Ponavidra is going to be able to compete 
and, and rival a product that's that Instagram's doing. What does that mean? What what Instagram stories like? What going from player to player? Like yeah. you flip through like a story? Huh? Yeah. I'm just trying to conceptualize it. That's okay. what it's going to be. There's a bunch of screenshots of it. You can watch a three minute video or a thirty second video of it. That's awful. If it's anything like the the video they put at the bottom of the story, it's going to be terrible. But anyways, here we go. They they got the partners in it. Oh God. We had lots of help along the way, beginning with our partners at Adobe, CDW, and Qualtrics. We enlisted the award-winning firm Work & Company, Work Work? & Co. Yes. What? (laughs) Work? Work. And, like the and symbol, Co. C-O. What are they working at? (laughs) Apparently, apps whose design products from what? everyone from a- Anheuser Busch, Embev to Disney, as well as CapTech, Ensemble, and Shock, Shaka, Shaco, Shaco. Yeah, these are all probably very famous companies that we're just idiots about. Working company. Maybe and this like is a- just the beginning. Hey. Can I tell you something? Are you done reading this? <laughs> sure. Tell no, me go something. ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I want to. I got an interlude before. I, I got some more. I got more stuff I want to talk about. Can I add about the substance of the app? We got a DM. I forgot we got this the other day. So this is from uh, Nate. Guys, my PGA Tour app just got a complete refresh. Didn't crash punt open. Seemed to respond quicker than previous. Still littered with ads. Thumbs down. Didn't save any of my favorite players. Thumbs down. So he went to go set up his favorite players. Set up a new account. Scrolled through a diverse, pre-populated list of players to select new favorites. The list of PJ Tour players you can favorite includes the likes of Talor Gooch, Dick Boy, Mickelson, all the lift defectors. <laughs> but even more comical, and I might add tragic, he was given the option to select one Mr. Lee Elder who is no longer with us. So, you know, you're not going to be getting him in the news feed, I suppose, this updated scores. Jason Gore, Colt Nost. Why are you favoriting Colt Nost? Jason Gore. (laughs) Scores? Dean Beeman, Chichi Rodriguez, Omar Uresti, Travis Vick, who is still an amateur, but you can't do favorite Keith Clearwater or Billy Mayfair. Or the newly crowned Schwab Cup champ, Stephen Alker. So it seems like they got to work out the list of players. If you can favorite, you know, Dean Beeman and Lee Elder, but not, you know, Stephen Alker or Billy Playfair. Okay, continue on. What else do you have on this new app that we're just... I just, you know... (laughs) Maybe at this point with the digital experience that, that everybody's been subjected to over the last... 10 years maybe just release it and just don't don't promise the moon don't end this with this is just the beginning well don't don't promise over promise just release the thing and be like hey we we know this sucked for 10 years we think this is better well this is a problem in golf and we talked a little bit about this with tomorrow 
and not specifically casting aspersions about tomorrow, but just in general about golf. Wait, t- it's like Timur, 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 just like people love Wait, the I want to just when you say we're talking about tomorrow, we're talking about TMRW, right? Yes, yes. okay, because you we clarify, talked about it, and you have to clarify it both yeah. ways. I, I, I didn't, I think they're, they're doing what they should be doing there, but like, I don't know. It's just, there's a lot of, in golf, generally speaking, they just love to issue press releases. They would never just issue a new website and a new app and let the reaction fall where it may and get feedback. It's like, we got to puff out CDW and work and company and fans and talk about the process and let you know how much we did. That's just the way it I'm, probably works in a lot of industries, but it's the way it works in golf more than anything before people actually build stuff. All right. Is that it for the new app? That's it for now. I got, you know, I'm on Work and Co's website now. I'm, I'm getting through everything. I'm going to look into, you know, hey, some of these other companies. But how does it actually look? Like, what is actually substantive about this other than it's new? Like, what is it? What is I mean, this going to be in action? It looks. Okay. You know, okay. it's gonna. They're gonna have this story function, which to me seems absurd. Like, what? Are, what are we doing? That's like, why are you building a product that's on an app that people way more people go to? It's it. That's what an Instagram story's for. What are they just gonna have? There is the same Instagram story on their PGA Tour story. Are they gonna create like that's that's the point of Instagram? Can I tell you? I went to pgatour.com to look for this Instagram. I went to pgatour.com to look for this. Can I tell you who's in? You can tell it's RSM week. Who's in like their lead slot of stories, pictures? Uh, ben Griffin is one of them. Yep. Um, Jason Day, Tom yeah. Hoagie, Davis Thompson. Thompson, Pe- that's the one about his putting. Peppy Peter in a bucket hat, just grinning ear to ear, like with full pep. And then, honestly, someone I'm not familiar with. Oh, Seamus Power. I guess I should be. He's number one in the FedEx Cup. Can't pick him out of a lineup. Whoops. Uh, Yeah, so that's who's in the top carousel on PGATour.com. All right. Hey, um, they said you know in this email they sent me, they said if if we're interested, we could they could set up interviews for us. I don't think they're interested in setting up interviews for us, quite honestly. I don't think That's they would respond to that based on this last 10 minutes of chatter. But they said they're interested or you know, they'd be happy to. Uh, I don't know. Doesn't seem like they'd be willing to go down that road. <laughs> All right, that's the new app. A whole new ball game coming to Kapalua, right? So, you know, whatever, so the, January the tournament 4th. Tournament of FedEx Cup finalists. Friends and champions. So, um, all right, that does it for, I don't know, the app schedule for the week. We've talked about Dubai. We've talked about RSM slightly. DP World Tour Championship is on overnight, Wednesday, 11 p.m. to 3.30 a.m. Then it's on like 2 to 8 a.m. So it's a little bit early coffee golf in the eastern, eastern seaboard or eastern time zone. Ends at 7.30 a.m. Sunday. The RSM Classic is 1 to 4, noon to 3, noon to 3, and then 1 to 4. On the weekends, on the LPGA, we have the CME Group Tour Championship. That is their final uh, event of the year. The top 60 get in. It sounds like That's the event can, of the week. 
It sounds like everyone everyone can win that. Um, which in theory, I suppose everyone could win in Atlanta, but not really if you're 10 strokes behind. Um, <laughs> eight strokes, seven, five. It sounds like some of the women are like, I think that's like not quite right. That the 60th person has a chance to win the $2 million compared to Lydia Ko or whoever's had the best year. That it should be sort of weighted or staggered. I don't know if they're looking for a staggered start, but I, I, it's just interesting. Um, they that they don't think it's ref- reflective of the full year's work. Uh, so the CME Group Tour Championship, that is on from two to five each day um, with a lot of digital-only coverage, which is not great. RSM Classic overriding overriding it a little bit there on Thursday and Friday for an hour. That's Sat- embarrassing. Saturday, it's fully tape delayed while the what? RSM Classic is on. Uh, and then Sunday... It is on NBC, so it's on network on Sunday, 1 to 4, while the RSM Classic is on Golf Channel. So. Follow this event all week. It's going to be really hard, but then we're going to put it on, on on the main station for one day. For two so hours? Three hours? Yeah, it's like two on Thursday and Friday. Yeah, with an hour on digital, it looks like. What's it on so. Sunday? Is it, do they get the 1 to three? 4 on NBC. Okay. So, nice. It's on NBC, too. Hour, three hours. Network. Good stuff on on Sunday. So, um, do you want featured groups? I don't know. I'm all over the place at this point. We don't need featured groups for the PGA Tour. It's I don't there's think not we a need. there's not a single top twenty five player in the world playing. Tony Finau, WD, he's injured. He just shot sixty under at Houston. <laughs> he's injured and or doesn't want to show up. I don't know. Um, so there's not a single top twenty five. This caused some. I don't know. Uproar about world rankings. I saw Dan Rappaport had a, a pretty, you know, salient tweet on this about how there's seven uh, top 25 players in the world playing in Dubai, but only in zero in RSM. Um, the world ranking points at RSM is 37. Dubai gets 22 for the winner. So this is the new OWGR. I see you, Lee Westies on Twitter trying to s- stir up Eddie Pepperell. The Euros are not super thrilled with that. You know, Dan's conclusion is tweet, new OWGR formula hates limited fields. So even if a live gets points, 48 players will get hurt big time because Dubai is a limited field apparently. Um, or limited in, in relativeness, relatively. Westies uh, on a rampage here last night. Tweeting? Did you see him tweeting at Eddie Pepperell about the rankings? And what was he doing last night? Well, he tweeted at Labner. You last Uh-oh. must rub your hands together when Rory walks into a media center. No. Yeah. Was, that on, was he on the line? Off season Westy? Must have been. Dipping a toe in. <laughs> um, it's it's not a great time. Like it's, he was tweeting before that about Medicine Ball Monday. <laughs> he goes through Medicine Ball Monday to get in everybody's mentions. <laughs> <laughs> Medicine Ball Monday is also half price bottles at the winery. Um. All right. I guess it's a time for the world rankings to not have detractors. Now it's always had detractors, but it's interesting that it's creating, it seems to be 
chafing and isolating the Euros. Doesn't seem to be making them happy at the moment. Their overall was meant... It's primarily going to reward the deepest fields, the strongest fields, and that's often going to be on the PGA Tour. Now, does it look a little incongruent based on having zero top 25 players uh, while Dubai has seven? Yes. Doesn't look great. Um, And it's not a time for the OWGR to be causing further, you know, fraction in uh, in the game. But it seems like... The Euro, the dive in the world Euro tour guys aren't super happy with this OWGR. And as we know, if they want to be this official authority on things, um, there's still a Johnny come lately, right? They've only been doing this for like, you know, the majors have only been given exemptions on it for like 20 years, not like 60. So it's just interesting. A lot of guys not super thrilled with maybe the new formula. But it just seems strange if if you got that many top guys that an event with no top guys. And I, I get like the depth of the PGA Tour. Beating a lot of guys is really hard. Beating 144 of the best players like in the top 300. I in theory is more in theory should be like if you, and this is where like I test versus numbers, right? This gets to yeah. like the age long debate of like analytics versus I test stuff, right? Like analytically beating 144 guys might be more difficult, but we regularly see these weak fields. Like it's like who's handing off the win to somebody else on Sunday. Like it's like nobody wants to win the fucking thing. And you go watch like you watch a major. And especially this year, we watched majors where it was like, God, this level of golf. So insane. I'm not saying like the majors, like, but it was the same. It was 10 guys who had a chance to win tournament the majors it's not like it's the same it's the same it's a smaller subset of the same yeah. guys are the only guys that have chances to win majors these days are the same ones so it's hard to win these tournaments like i i think it's a problem like this is not sending the right message at all right well that's my whole thing right they need to be on message and not have things that people could pick at right now and get worked up about and it seems like they do but they've always had people worked up about different things from different corners of the globe a global game um one one i don't know if you want to hand something off you're talking about handoff wins you go to our friends at the usga go to usga.org slash friday sign up for a membership hand it off maybe it's a gift it's a good way to gift something that won't go i don't know straight Straighten the junk, right? Won't get lost in your junk pile of crap. Won't get thrown in a basement back room. Uh, it also goes toward, I don't know, putting money back into the game. The USGA uses the membership uh, uh, money invested in it from its members for uh, uh, golf's future through programs that help courses manage water, fuel, resources, and expand junior golf. Also, uh, you know, the, to further make the game inclusive and equitable. They make sure all races, gender, and ages have access to golf. And they feel welcome to play. So when you join the USGA, you not only leave a positive impact on the game, but you also get benefits like the members only hat. That's the LACC hat this year, a rule book, and subscription to the Golf Journal. You can go to usga.org slash fried egg. We have our own little URL there. You can sign up. Maybe it's a little gift that's $45. Uh, gets you discounted admission to the USGA Museum. Member savings at usgashop.com, all sorts of stuff. 
So remember bag tag. So you get a lot for your $45. Maybe, Plus, maybe, you know, the money's going to, you know, an organization that's going to put it to some good use. What are you, you know, this say? is this is golf advice early, golf advice segment early. If you got a friend that's maybe not playing playing hard and fast by the rules, get become make him a USGA member and say you don't have an excuse for not playing by the rules anymore. Give him his rule book. Send it. <laughs> I don't to know him. if they're giving that's out rule books gift. anymore. But like you know, this is a it's a great rules gift. of golf updates. I don't know. Yes, it's yes. a great gift for uh, any golfer. Uh, you know, right. your playing competitor, your your playing partners on the weekend. Maybe if you want to get somebody into golf, they'll pick up the golf journal and they'll be like, oh, I should get into this. Go to usj.org slash fried egg and you can sign up there. $45. Um, all right. What else do we have? We've done our schedule for the week, event of the week. Hey, we never touched on this. What did you make of Bubba just acknowledging that PGA Tour players have been getting money behind the table, under the table, behind closed doors to show up. Appearance fees, huh. more or less, is what he said. This is not a couple of weeks old. We never hit on it, but you know, it was a way for live guys to get worked up. Uh, this is not the most surprising thing. I'm not suggesting the PGA Tour is like the wild, wild west, but there's a lot of events competing against each other within this sort of umbrella of the league right like like the bucks and Cavs are competing against each other they want what's best for the nba overall but they're also kind of fighting against each other so are the events in a way on the schedule so you might be slipping some guys some benefits i don't know it's not surprising you know one of the one of the best ways that the PGA Tour could combat live is to just allow appearance fees to happen out in the open it does seem like a little, like a pretty easy switch they could flip on. Now, here's why they won't. What it comes out of their bucket? Because, God, that's so bad. So, like, AT&T. the money goes directly to them. It, if you think about like where this live, this whole live thing kind of originated. I mean, I think you can almost trace this entire thing back to when Tiger and Phil wanted to do the match during COVID. And they needed to wet their beak. And the tour needed to take that million dollars because they just needed a little slice of the pie. And I think that is the thing that set Phil off. Obnoxious greed. I'm not saying that this is, you know, but you, you can almost trace everything back to that. And I think that's like a very clear line in the sand that you can kind of pop all the way back to and this is the thing with the tour they make these all these under to the table deals but it's all because they don't want to be just transparent with it and have it out in the open and you know say to a sponsor like there is it's clear that some sponsors appear to be going above and beyond to secure their places in the PGA Tour hierarchy and they're doing that a little bit on their own accord but you know, through the PGA Tour. Everything is run through the PGA Tour. If they just made it an open market for players and just said, hey, you guys can pay, like, if if you want to throw an extra $20 million in and have it go to the players, all we need is your $10 million sponsorship. 
But like, if you want to throw an extra twenty million in and and get, you know, have the greatest event on tour, year in year out, regular event on tour, you can. But instead, they do it these like really shady ways. Yeah, I, I was like, I'm trying to like game that out. Like, if that happened, then also you've got like the lesser sponsors freaking out. But you know, that's so be it, right? they can't compete on the prize money or, or the uh, appearance money front. Obviously there's the issue of taking money out of the global home. There's not enough water to put in the moat or keep the filters on on the moat, but yeah, you're right. It, it does seem like one of the easier ways to stem live. And if that's already happening, according to Bubba unofficially behind closed doors, I don't know. Maybe put some sunlight on that practice and, and try to understand whose value is what, you know, out in the open as opposed to just behind closed doors. Anyway, so that was just something. That I mean, it also like opens the door for secondary sponsors of an event. Like, you know, there are a lot of sponsors when events come. It's not just like the, it's not just the headliner, right? And they're drafting you know, off that the bigger deal yeah like all of a sudden like there's you know we just saw like that cadence bank right there's regional banks all over the place there's regional banks everywhere and that bank ponied up the money but like you know maybe there's a bank that will throw you know 250 grand to make sure that there's a top 25 player at the rsm yeah you know maybe there's like it's not like it could be also like somebody in the area that just wants good golf in the area, right? There's all sorts of things <coughs> that could be be done. And it would just make this a more, I don't know. They obviously have the elevated thing, but for these other events, like it, it makes a lot of sense, right? Because like, what are you if you are not an elevated event? You're it's, a stepping stone, a qualifying event. More so now than ever, the appearance fees make sense for non-elevated events. Yeah, that's true. There's some of the, yeah, some of these big boys companies, Rocket Mortgage or uh, who knows, 3M, places like that I mean, that might have some cash. It's, it's not surprising. You could go back in history and look at some events and it's like, oh, that 3M that Bryson won over first, or that yeah. Matt Wolf and it was yeah. Matt Wolf, Morikawa and Bryson. Like... Bryson Phil, was I think Phil learn, was at that. Yeah, Tiger was rumored. Of, <laughs> of, uh, I <laughs> wonder what was going on there. <laughs> There's one event that that always, you know, amazes me at their ability to great, get a great field after a major championship. <laughs> the week after a major championship. Yeah. Um, all right, that's it. I think. Oh, I want to talk about Nick Jonas getting a new trendy golf. Uh, you really do. No, I just, I saw him on TV. He's on golf channel today. They're pushing this everywhere. This is like the bogey boys, Macklemore. All it takes is one. Everybody has to jump on it. Every time we just go for this bait and they push him everywhere on every, there's going to sell five things at PXG, Nick Jonas, 
collaboration. Let's see if he wants to come on the shotgun start on Friday. Hi, why? Of all the people you can put on TV, of all the products and all the innovations, I and put all golf the... behind Nick Jonas once. He seems like a good guy. Oh, all I'm not attacking club, him at all. He seems all like a the great people dude. The clubs said he was the nicest guy. Yeah, he seems like a very good dude. I just like, I don't know. PXG Nick Jonas waste pack seventy five dollars. They're calling that waste pack. Is now, is he, he like made a, a fanny, fanny pack. pack. It's a fanny pack. It's a fanny pack is what it is. But they call it a waste pack and made it high fashion and charged you, $75. Do you put your teas and balls in the fanny pack? What do you put in the fanny pack? When I'm looking golf? at it. That's just, I don't know. There's zippers and hooks and straps galore. I suppose you put teas in it. Yeah. Golf balls? Maybe if you don't have pockets, you wear the waist pack for $75. That so. would be amazing if they, if it was a, a company to pant, pants, pair of pants with no pockets. <laughs> well, <laughs> buy these $150 pants with no pockets <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it comes with the fanny pack. <laughs> for 75 bucks. This is where you put all your golf shit. <laughs> All right, that does it. That's the bogey boys for our moment. Macklemore, Nick Jonas, PXG. All right, we'll be back. New apps, thanks to USGA, Meridian. Uh, we'll be back on Friday with more. I don't know, we'll have a flashback. Golf advice. Golf advice. Send us emails. We got a lot of a lot of emails, but we'll take more. SGSgolfadvice at gmail.com. If we don't get it to this Friday, we promise we'll, we'll start. Yeah, it we're and, just and stocking them up. We're flagging them. We'll, we'll get to get to good ones. If you're, if you didn't get answered this week and you sent in a good one, maybe you'll be in this one. We're awesome. excited. This is, it's been fun. Yeah. So SGSgolfadvice at gmail. We'll do that again on Friday. All right. Talk to you guys later. 